0: I bid you welcome to the Chapel of His Resurrection today. We have come together as a family of God in our Father's presence to prepare for the festival of Christmas. In this service, we hear and receive the story and message of the birth of Christ and offer God our thanksgiving in joyful singing of carols. Let us bow our heads and reflect upon our lives. Are there ways that you have sinned against the Lord? Take a moment to confess your sins now. Meekly kneeling. To the Lord our God belongs mercies and forgiveness. Though we have rebelled against him, Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God To walk in his laws which he set before us Let us with a broken and contrite heart Confess our sins as projected on the screen Almighty God, our Heavenly Father We have sinned against you and against our neighbors In thought and word and deed Through negligence Through weakness Through our own deliberate faults We are truly sorry And repent of all our sins For the sake of our son Jesus Christ Who died for us Forgive us all that is past And grant that we may save you In newness of life To the glory of your name Amen
1: Almighty God Who forgives all who truly repent, Have mercy upon us Pardon and deliver us from all our sins. Confirm and strengthen us in all goodness and keep us in life eternal through Jesus Christ our Lord.
0: Our Lord's Prayer Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us reaffirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed together. upon the midnight clear, A and M 66 all to sing please stand as you join us to sing thank you
2: Now the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman answered and said to the serpent, We may eat from We may eat fruits from the trees in the garden. But God did say, You must not eat the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die you will not surely die the serpent replied to the woman for god knows that when you eat of this fruit, your eyes will be opened and you will be like god knowing good and evil when the woman saw the fruits of the tree when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eyes and also desirable for gaining wisdom she took some and ate she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized that they were naked so they sewed fig trees fig leaves together and made covering for themselves then the man and his wife heard the sound of the lord god as he was walking into the garden on in the cool of the day and they hid from the lord god among the trees of the garden but the lord called to the man where are you he answered i heard you in the garden and i was afraid because i was naked so i hid and he said who told you you were naked have you eaten from the tree from which I commanded you not to eat. The man said, The woman you put here with me gave me some fruits from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all the livestock, and all the white animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. And he will crush your head, and you will bruise and strike the heel. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Indulge you below by the choir.
3: Abraham. The Messiah will come of the seed of Abraham. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And as the sand on the seashore, your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed, because you have obeyed me. This is the word of the Lord.
0: He shall feed his flock, a carol by the choir, it's a duet.
4: Of the blind be open, and the ears of the deaf and stubborn, then shall live my leap as an earth, and the song of the dumb shall sing.
0: foda oh.
1: a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. For unto a, a child, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon the shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful. Counselor Lord of hosts, we perform this. This is the word of God.
0: We shall all stand as we sing from ancient and modern, 59. Oh, come all ye faithful. We will stand to sing. Thank you.
5: Besides the birth of Jesus. But you, Bethlehem Ephrata, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me, the one to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth are from hold, from everlasting. Therefore, it shall give them up unto the time that she who is in labor. As giving birth then the remnants of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord in the majesty of the name of the Lord is God and he shall abide for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth may the Lord bless his words The fire will
0: take. Oh, thou that tellest. next shall cover the end is solo
6: In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. The angel came to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. When she saw him, She was troubled by his words, and considered in her mind what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Listen, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. This is the word of the Lord. Praise be
0: to God. Carol by the children's choir. They will take hush, there is a baby. And a baby boy was born.
7: good news we can show off We want to sing with the angels Heavenly sound Shout with the shepherds Tell what we found bring the wise men Bow right down Jesus is born and in such good news We want to shout and sing And worship the King We want to shout and sing And worship the King we want to shout and sing and worship the King. Jesus is born, and Good son. We want to shout and sing and worship the King. We want to shout and sing and worship the King. want to shout and sing and worship the King. Jesus is born, and His.
8: So grew dark when mystery The moon was cold and jay As a shadow rode across the road Upon a lonely hill As a shadow oh, across oh, a cross Upon a lonely hill
9: And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. This is the word of the Lord.
0: We will stand as we sing from ancient and modern, seven to nine, as with gladness, men of old.
10: God's grace to cast away the works of darkness, and to put on the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life, in which your Son Jesus Christ came to us in great humility, so that on the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal. Through him who is alive and reign with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. All praise to you, almighty God and heavenly King, who sent your Son into the world to take our nature upon him, and to be born of a pure Virgin Mary. Grand are we who have been born again and made your children by adoption and grace may continually dwell in him and reign on earth as he reigns in heaven with you and the Holy Spirit now and forever. Ani gasia, mama.
4: Ani gasia, mama. Ani gasia, mama.
10: Let us thank Him because He is God. Let us thank Him that even when our situation was so bad, He sent His Son Jesus Christ to die for us. We are in the mood of celebration this day because we are commemorating the birth, the birth of this great King, the King that came in the form of mortal man to save us. To redeem us with his own precious blood. Thank God. Thank him for who he is. Thank him for what he is doing in your life, in your family, in your career. Every aspect of your life, it, is, it has been the same God. Thank you for provision. Even in these dangerous times, we apply rules that within short period you will hear one funny story or the other. Many of us travel a lot, but the Lord has continued to sustain us. Many of us fell ill and we recuperated. We eat. He is giving us to eat, and He is giving us the ability to eat. He is also giving us the ability to pass out those wastes. Some people have to be aided to pass out urine. Some people have to be aided to pass out stool. But most of us, if not all of us, we do these things. Without appreciating that it is a gift from God, thank God for life. That we are witnessing another Christmas carol, for bringing us to the end of this year. In few days, we will be in 2003. It is by God's grace. Count your blessings, i name them one by one, and you will see what the Lord has done. Yes, some of our expectations might not have been met, but if you look back, you will see that indeed, that the Lord has been merciful, that the Lord has been gracious, that the Lord has been faithful. ¡Oh, buen wemo amara! commit the remaining days of this year into the hands of God the remaining part of the years are being bedeviled by a lot of mishaps fire incidents accidents let's ask God for safety even as we move with the spur of the moment The excitement in the air that the Lord will make us to dwell in Goshen, in safety. That his protection will be upon us, upon our family, upon our loved ones, upon his children. That wherever they are, his eyes will be upon them. As people are planning Christmas, the enemy is planning another thing. As people are shedding tears of joy, the enemy is wishing for tears of sorrow. Let us ask God that this will not be our portion this year. That this year we will see the end of this year and this year we will not see the end of any of us. As the law for provision, it is no news again that things are hard and that times are hard. But God, in His mercy, by His grace, He has continued to provide for the children as the Lord. That our children will eat rice this December with meat. Let us ask the Lord that He will carry us in the whole of His hands. Even as we move from one destination to the other, this is a period of traveling moving from one event or the other, moving from one point to the other. If you have been driving in this town and outside this town in the last three three days, you will see that the air has changed. As if there is a drug in the air that people are inhaling. On Friday alone, I witnessed three accidents. Ask the Lord that this will not be our portion. People will be traveling home, that the Lord will take them home and safely back, even in their interactions, that they will remain within the confines of God's grace. We will not forget to pray for this our dear country. electioneering campaign is ongoing trying to sell themselves to us, as that the Lord will make this election season, even till the election violent free, that life will not be wasted, that innocent blood will not be poured on this land, that he will prevail over the affairs of men, that even the leaders that will emerge They will be leaders ordained by God. That we need God's ordained will, not just his permissible will, but his ordained will for his people. And his promise for us is for good and not for evil. Are you still believing God for some things? He has answered so many, but there are still some, or there is still one. Come to this God that is never late. Even at the 11.59 minutes, He will still show Himself worthy. That our expectation will not be far short. And our faith will not wash cold. See, us him, we still have how many days to go. Let your no faith, let your faith not be shaken. Come to Him with your needs, even at this moment. Tell Him, Father, I have no other Father but You. Tell Him, father you love us more than our earthly father present your need unto him this morning with faith and you will see our god who changes not who is the same yesterday he is the same today and he will remain the same forever In Jesus' name we pray. Our Lord and our God will come to you this day, appreciating you, extolling your name, acknowledging that you are our source. Without you, we are nothing. Father, accept our praise, accept our worship this morning in Jesus' name. Father, Lord. At your feet we lay down our burden, knowing that you will do exceedingly more abundantly than your children will ever ask you. Father, may you continually be enthroned in our lives. May you continue to be our Father, and may we continue to be your children. Even as we celebrate, we will celebrate in holiness, knowing that Christ is the reason for the season. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray.
11: The seventh lesson. The angels bring glad tidings to the shepherd. Now there we are in the same country, shepherds living shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over the flock by night. And behold, the angel of the Lord stood before them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring good tidings of great joy, which will be to the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. For it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherd said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see these things that has come to pass which the Lord has made known to us and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and babe lying in a manger this is the word of the Lord
0: the choir will take a carol a Christmas fiesta after that I saw three ships
12: So
3: Say to the newborn king. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judah, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen this time in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled at all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, He inquired of them where the Christ was to be on. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it is written by the prophets, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, Are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, Determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me, that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him. Gold, frankincense, and mare. This is the word of the Lord. Carol by the choir. Oh, holy
0: night. to take our special edition of 12 days of christmas how to stand and sing
13: Listen, Jesus, the Word, becomes man. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it there was a man sent from god whose name was john this man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe But as many as received him, to them he gave the right, he gave the power, he gave the authority to become children of God to those who believe in his name. And so Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be alive and to be present in this gathering, in this holy fellowship. To celebrate Christmas. Father, we pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable to you, O Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Today we are celebrating Christmas. It's not yet December 25, but as we do commonly in institutions, such as ours here, we begin to celebrate Christmas before 25th December, before institutions close and go on vacation, before students go home to celebrate with their family, before the entire country. ...begins the full-blown celebration of Christmas. And so today is our Christmas carol. And we welcome all of us in the name of Jesus. We appreciate our choir for beautiful renditions. And we thank God for the passages we have read. Nine lessons. Hallelujah. I want to draw our eyes again to those nine lessons... Because those lessons actually tell the big story. The reason why we are here. Jesus. Hallelujah. And the first lesson, if you have the bulletin again, you see that the story in that first lesson is that there was disobedience in the Garden of Eden. And that disobedience carried a lot of import, a lot of repercussions very terrible result man lost fellowship with God man was no longer going to live forever man was going to die and not just to die man will now go to spend eternity after death in a place, a horrible place meant for fallen angels because before this time there has been disobedience in heaven and god had taken decision to judge the fallen angels and a place called hell had been designed for them before man was created a man had been created to be the peak of creation To have fellowship with God. To be children of God. To live forever. But then that first lesson as we saw in Genesis. Tells us what happened. That there was disobedience. And man will now die. And man will go to hell. To a place of torment. Man had lost fellowship with God. God was not happy. Because that was the work of the devil. The work of the archangel of disobedience. And so God decided that he has always been bigger than the devil. He will undo what the devil has done. Hallelujah. And that's why Jesus is described as the lamb that was slain from the beginning of the world. It was at that time that God chose that his son himself will go and die on the cross and pay for that disobedience and redeem man. As far as God was concerned, because he had taken that decision and Jesus had accepted. In the spirit, Jesus had been slain right from the foundation. Amen. In the second lesson, we heard that the Messiah will come of the seed of Abraham. God started fashioning the way to bring the savior he chose abraham from his seed the savior will come in the third lesson we see that the messiah's birth and kingdom are foretold by the prophets the same in the fourth lesson telling us that the spirit of god began to inspire prophets isaiah micah and others to tell the world That a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And that will be Jesus. Hallelujah. And hundreds of years later, Jesus had to come to the earth. And the fifth lesson brings an angel called Gabriel, announcing the birth of the Messiah. Telling Mary, you are going to be an instrument. You are going to be a, a song. That son will be the savior of the world. Unfortunately, Mary accepted. Hallelujah. And the sixth lesson, narrates the story of the birth of Christ. Part of what I like about the story of the birth proper, as you find in Luke, Luke's gospel, is that there is a date, there is a placement in human calendar of the event of the birth of Christ. To show for all generations, for all generations, centuries, that the birth of Christ is not a myth. It's not folk tale; it actually happened. And so, if you look at St. Luke's Gospel, chapter one, the Bible tells us that this happened when Augustus was the emperor. Google Augustus; you will see that there was Augustus the emperor. And he said, at that time, there was a governor in Syria called Quirinius. If you search the history of human beings you find that there was a governor called Quirinius at the time when Augustus was the emperor of the living world that was when Jesus was born so you can see that Jesus is a true historical person he's not just a biblical character but he truly came he lived He died, he resurrected, and he ascended back to heaven. That's the celebration. Hallelujah. That God decided to save his people. And we have the narration of how he was born. And that narration also tells us that he was born as a baby in a manger. And there were witnesses. And this is Advent season. He will come again, but this time, not as a baby. He won't need a Joseph, the carpenter, to look after him. He won't need the Virgin Mary, a blessed holy woman, to be at his side to look after him. He's going to come again in great glory. And you know what? The Muslims are also looking forward to the coming back of Jesus. Yes, they believe he will come and fight and defeat Satan and set up his rule. Just like you have in the scriptures. And yet you have human beings who go to church and they don't believe this. But even the Muslims know that it will come. After Isaiah said, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, some people must have said, this man is beside himself. He's beginning to talk too much. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Hundreds of years later, it happened. True or false? True. So, just as the Bible had said he's coming back again, It's going to come again. That's part of the good news. That we have been warned. We shall not be taken unawares. We shall reign with him. Hallelujah. Amen. And so the angels were there to play their own part. Lesson number seven. Bringing the tidings of the birth of Jesus. And wise men had to come from the east to say something great has happened. We can't keep this to ourselves. We are going to go out and see and worship him. These are hiddens that God made them know. Hallelujah. That's what we have been reading. And then finally, we read John Chapter 1. Hallelujah. John chapter 1 is stupendous truth. The entire Bible is stupendous truth. John, if you will remember, and I know we remember, was one of the apostles of Jesus. The one who will lean on his chest at their last meal. And John was the the apostle that lived the longest. No matter what they did to punish him and make him stop speaking about Jesus, he refused to stop, he refused to die. But fortunately, fortunately, after it had been about 60, 70 years, of the gospel being preached on earth John wrote the gospel that bears his name he was encouraged to write and leave something behind because some writings were already there Matthew Mark and Luke their writings were already there and incidentally those three writings look alike and we call them Synoptic Gospels. But John, who was very close to Jesus, wrote much later. And at the time he was writing, many believers were educated not only in the ordinary Hebrew and Aramaic, but in the language of that time. Amen. They had known Greek. Greek. And so, John, in writing, wrote to be able to capture the attention and occupy the intellect and discussions of Hellenistic Jews and people who were learned beyond the ordinary Jewry of that time. There were concepts that were important in those days. And John incorporated some of those. And whereas the earlier Gospels were write about, about Abraham, about Adam, John took it back to before Genesis chapter 1. I want you to take very clear notice of what I'm saying. John did not start talking about the genealogy of Jesus coming from Adam, coming from Abraham, he went back to before Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. He said, and you remember, that in the beginning was what? The world. He went back to the beginning. When you go to Genesis chapter 1, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens And the earth. He said everywhere was dark. No shape. No form. You can say chaos. And then God started creation. And God said what? Let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. And God went on to create the entire universe. In all all its vastness. An immensity and complexity. You know, here we are on planet Earth. This is part of the galaxy we belong to, Milky Way. And we are in the solar system, which is a small part of that galaxy. You, you, You see what I mean? In the solar system, where you have Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Venus... Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Those are the nine. Now, human beings have not been able to get to Saturn, Uranus. That's so far. You understand? And you are saying that there are other galaxies and systems. And as at this 21st century, more galaxies are being discovered. They are not being discovered because they are new, as some of them think. It's because we are in this century beginning to have the tools to be able to see them, to be able to know that even these heavenly bodies sing and communicate as you find in the Bible. Hallelujah. And at the end of the creation, there was disobedience. And then God said, Jesus will come. Hallelujah. That's what we are talking about. And so, John said that in the beginning was the Word. Before even the time, God said, let there be light. In the beginning was what? The Word. That's the passage I read. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. So that word is not the ordinary word. It is God himself and it is by him that all things were created. And you know I told you about the original audience, Hellenistic Jews and others. They knew what word meant. That word meant logos. Can everybody say logos? Logos. That's the original word there. It is word that is identifiable with God himself. It is God that is life. That's what you see in that passage. He said the word was life. The Greeks understood that life. And their word is zoe, z-o-e. It's life. It's the word from which life comes. The Greeks understood the concept of light. That chases away darkness. Whether it is the physical light. Or you are talking of the spiritual light. Because when you hear. That those who dwell in so so, so place are in darkness. And light has come upon them. That is spiritual light. It is the light. That speaks. About the gospel. That speaks about life. And that is what Jesus has said. Initially he said. I I am the light of the world. At the time his tenure here on earth was ended, he handed over the baton to us and said, You are the light of the world. So Jesus came and brought light and brought life, Zoe. And that's the gospel, that's good news. We have no business continuing to dwell in darkness because our light has come. As choristers will say, Arise and shine, for thy light is come. Jesus is that light. On a day like this, we remember his birth in Bethlehem of Judea. Hallelujah. The point I want to make before I conclude is, what have we made of all this? What have we made of? All? God has done His part. God has done His part. If you read our daily bread devotional this morning, you say there's a way to define who you are: that you are that person that God loved so much that He gave His only Son to die for you. Did you get that? Another way to know who I am is that I am that creature that God in heaven loves so much that he decided to give up his son, to give up himself, to go to that shameful cross. Because that's what Jesus did. That's who I am. I should have been on the cross. But Jesus said no. Don't go to the cross. Don't. I love you so much. I will go and die on the cross for you. That was what happened. He stayed on that cross, a holy man. In the midst of very meticulous people like the Jews, Jesus said, I have done nothing wrong. Who of you can convict me of sin? He had done nothing wrong. But he chose to go to the cross. On that day, he went to the cross. Somebody's ear was cut off. And Jesus picked up that ear, the pinna, and put it back. Helping me to know that at the time of going to that cross, Jesus had all his powers, he had the power to come down. He had the power to say no, but he chose. And before that moment, he said something that has been a comfort to me. Jesus said, I have the power to lay my my life down. I also have the power to take it. Nobody is taking it from me by force. I am the one yielding it. what's, What's my response? What is your response to this type of love. That's part of Christmas. Because everybody says Christmas, Jesus is the reason for the season, isn't it? And some young people acting drama some years ago would say that someone like Peter would deny him. The rest of their disciples deserted him and ran away for their lives. The Roman soldiers killed him. What do you want to do with Jesus? This is part of Christmas. Christmas is a holiday. It's a time for us to think and ask ourselves, what am I doing with Jesus? Am I denying him? Am I living my life anyhow? forgetting that even though he had the power to say no, on that day in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, God the Father, if this is your will, I will go up the cross and do it. And he did it. Some of us have difficulty coming to church. Some have difficulty coming out to do work for God. Some have difficulty sharing their resources with God. And when I do that, I know I'm behaving like a baby. Alright? You buy biscuits and give to a child. And say, can you give me some? The child puts his hand behind. That's what I do when I refuse to give my resources to God. When I refuse to give my time to the Lord. When I refuse to give my intellect to the Lord. Let me tell you, whoever you are, whatever you are, you are not an accident. God made you. Find out what you are supposed to be doing to achieve your destiny. I will take a little more time. This is very important. But I will soon conclude. When Moses was born, you know all the story. I'm cutting it short. Moses had to be brought up in the house of, of the Pharaoh. It wasn't an accident. That gave Moses the opportunity to be familiar with the palace of the pharaoh. He gave him the opportunity to be educated at a time when education was scarce. He could read and write. He was brought up to be the next pharaoh. And he learned what it took to be a good leader. And God called him. God called Moses. He called a man he had, he had equipped, the way he had equipped me, the way he had equipped you. But Moses rose to the occasion after the initial fumbling about being able to speak or not. Call it modesty. And so Moses was able to lead these people. He had the courage to go to the palace To speak to the most powerful ruler in the whole world. God had equipped him. And Moses was able to put down the Pentateuch. The first five books of the Bible. He had been prepared. Think of somebody else. There was a man called Saul of Tarsus. That man was an Israelite. But he was a Pharisee, and he knew the law at fingertips. He knew the Torah. He knew the being. The books of the Old Testament, he knew at fingertips. And he kept those laws. And then he was schooled. He was a lawyer who trained under a famous professor called Gamaliel. And God called Saul. God called Saul. And he said, Go and baptize him, because I know what he will suffer for this gospel. Hallelujah. God called Saul. And Saul became the one who wrote a lot of what we have in the New Testament. Saul became poor. He wasn't an accident. If you read Saul... Or rather, Paul's writings. You want to read more. Those of us here who are lawyers, you see his logic. You see the way he handles his subjects. You see the way he makes his claims. You see the way his writing is very convincing. God had trained him. And he gave God back his life and training. He didn't marry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What about me? What about you? What am I doing with what God has done for me? We are talking about Christmas. Jesus left his glory. He left his big position. He left the fact that he was the one through whom everything was created. And came to this dusty earth. And lived for 33 years. 33 years of hardship. And then he went back in glory. What am I doing for Jesus? Hallelujah. And so we want to conclude by reminding us that this same Jesus will come again. This same Jesus will come again. And the good thing is that those of us who have been following him will have no regrets. I've followed Jesus for the decades of my life. I have no regrets. And I have seen Christians in different parts of the world. We, we, we stand up, you know, with our shoulders squarely positioned. We are not inferior to anybody. Because God is our father. And Jesus has brought himself down to be our brother. And lifted us up to sit in heavenly places with him. High and above all principalities and powers. And so he's giving us power in the physical. He's also giving us in the spiritual. Why am I afraid? Why am I feeling discouraged? Why am I giving in to problems and challenges? We have a God who does not fail. If I follow him to the end, he will reward me. And I know he will reward you. Hallelujah. That's the sort of God we are serving. If you ask me to tell you my text, I will tell you that it is that passage you find in the gospel according to Luke chapter 2 verse 9. The angel said, For there is born to you this day in the city of David our Savior who is Christ the Lord. For is born today for all of us our Savior who is Christ the Lord. A Savior from sin. A Savior from going to hell. A Savior from being subject to to the devil and demons and devilish principalities and powers, a savior from dying as nobody. He's saving us to become children of God. Children of God who have been saved by his blood. And that's good news for us to go and tell the world. I tell people Christmas should be celebrated some people say they don't celebrate and they read the Bible. I say, you don't know what you're talking about. On Christmas Day 25th, tune in your radio or TV. You will see people who are wearing hijab who are not Christians. And they'll be telling the world that today is Christmas Day. The day we remember that Jesus Christ was born. If we don't celebrate it, that sort of message won't go out. On Christmas Day, Christians and non Christians are compelled to say that someone was born in Bethlehem. His name is Jesus. We should publish it, should celebrate it. A Savior. Shall we say Savior? savior. Shall we say Savior? Savior. Savior, savior. savior the Christ. Hallelujah. Venerable Prophet, can you please just step out and close us with a prayer? Venerable Professor Owasigwe, uh, our pioneer, Archdeacon of this Archdeaconry.
14: Let us pray. Our most gracious Father, we thank you for this day of celebration. That we remember, gracious Lord, that you are given unto us as a gift, and your word has declared it that you have given us eternal life and that this life is in Christ Jesus and that whoever has Christ has life. Heavenly Father, we pray that your word which you have heard this day will quicken our heart, and Father, that you will find favor with us. Father, that you will set us aside to dwell in us, to anoint us, to separate us unto good works. That at the end of time, gracious Lord, we shall... Declare like Paul I have fought the good fight I have kept the faith I have finished the race And that there remains nothing else But that crown of righteousness With which you will bless your people Lord may this be our portion In the name of Jesus And in all things gracious Lord Cause us to glorify your name And cause our lives to draw souls Unto righteousness To your own honor and glory All this we ask In the name of the Father And of the Son Another Holy Spirit.
0: Carol by the Children's Choir and Resurrection Voices. Joy to the world. a song of thanksgiving you can join us in your heart if you are not able to sing it thank you Draw by singing from A and M, six to five, O little town of Bethlehem.
13: Heavenly Father, for giving us this wonderful opportunity to be part of this very beautiful festival of nine lessons remembering the birth of Christ. Thank you, gracious Lord. Even as we have prayed for those celebrating birthdays, Father, may we all have opportunities to see many, many more Christmas seasons. In the name of Jesus, thank you, glorious God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. We wish you Merry
15: Christmas.